0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Hour of Healing. Friends, we are so glad you are here. Once again, we are continuing our mini series on the don't conversations. Some of the things that you shouldn't do. And so the last time we talked about running your own race or in other words, don't change your resting stop to be your final destination. We talked about the fact that many a times, many people turn their resting places into their final destination because they are comfortable, because they don't keep the end in mind, because they don't realize the impact that they can make if they should just continue and get to the final destination. Well, today we are talking about another topic in the Don't series, and so... I am in the hot seat and our sister Candace will be taking over. Sister Candace, thank you for joining us again.
1: Hello, everybody. Thank you for having me again, Dr. Joe. God bless you and thank you. Um, listeners for always being here, sharing, you know, um, to others to also be blessed as you are being. Um, we thank God for another episode. And today's is Don't Hinder Your Potential. Don't hinder your potential. Don't resist the extent of how far you can go in life. Don't resist that. And so we are here to discuss many things about the hows and the whats and the whys in, you know, hindering your potential in life. Um, people, uh, we've realized people live and never reach that potential, you know. And so we are here to talk about it so you can have that full picture of what you should not do okay so um can you share light again as every day or every time we meet we need to understand the theme we need to understand the topic so that's where we mostly like to start so you can have a a broad picture about where we are going and so don't hinder your potentials dr joe can you um you know simplify it so we can have a full concept of what it's about
0: Yes. um, And again, thank you, Sister Candice. And thank you, audience, for joining us um, again. So um, uh, uh, to shed light on this topic, let's just uh, first define what a potential is. And potential um, basically is uh, one's ability or one's capability to become or to develop into something bigger than what they are right now. Um, And so when we talk about potential, Uh, We're talking about your ability or your capability to become successful. And uh, we can define success uh, um, as we go on through this. But we have already defined success on this show already. And so um, don't hinder your potential, uh, because the truth of the matter is the biggest person or the greatest thing that can hinder one's potential is yourself. Many things happen in life, and we sometimes make excuses as to why this happened or why this did not happen. But we hope to to be able to convey to you or to submit to you today that the biggest person or the greatest person who can hinder your potential is yourself. And that's why the topic, don't hinder your potential. It's not a matter of don't let somebody else hinder your potential. Yes, people have the ability to influence our potential. And I'm not going to dismiss that. But at the end of the day, you are able to do that by yourself to yourself. And so um, there is a Swahili phrase that um, when we were in high school, our principal always uh, alluded to and it translates into English that it's not what you call me, but it is what I answer to. And that Mm -hmm. saying is so profound because people will call you things, people will say things, people will do things, but at the end of the day, you have the ability or uh, you are endowed within yourself with the gifts and the grace and the power you need to develop into something greater than you are right now. And I need you to understand that because that's the um, premise of our discussion today. I want you, my listener, to know that you have what it takes within you. You don't need anything outside. You don't need anyone outside. Everything you need to get to where you ought to be on this um, a journey of life and to be successful, to develop into the greater person that God put you here to be is within you. And so we hope to be able to help you not be a stumbling block in your own um, cause or quest for success. So that will be what I would say about the
1: uh, topic. Thank you, Dr. Joe. And so basically what Dr. Joe is saying is don't be your own enemy, you know, we're we are here to you know um um try to detangle what goes into becoming our own enemy, all right, so then you will know that it's not anybody's fault it's you, all right the problem is you, so um it's good to know we are here to to be aware that we are stopping our own destinies or our, our own potentials but um uh I remember that um the high school statement that the principal used to make and I didn't, you know, before he he would say it and we're not even going to pay attention to it. But now when I grew up and then it comes, when the statement comes to me, it's so, so powerful. So, so yeah, powerful. It, if we can understand this statement in everything that we are discussing today, I think it will really be an impactful discussion and help to you. So I hope as we dive in, we'll be coming in and out. In that statement, it's not what you call me. It's what I answer to. So how do we hinder our own potentials? How? How do I become my own enemy?
0: (laughs) Yeah, so um, there are a few ways. um, If you understand the definition of the word potential as we have defined, um, then you will understand how you can become a hindrance to this potential. And one of the main things um, that hinders our potential is pride. Um, Pride is one of the biggest um, enemies that we can have for ourselves and one of the biggest things that leads to our downfall. Yes, um, whenever pride sets in, uh, it puts a person in a position of not being amenable to uh, wise counsel. Um, It also puts you at a point where you feel um, untouchable, basically, and that you know best. And the truth of the matter is um, no one person knows best. So That is kind of the first thing that I would say, that we become an enemy to ourselves when we um, let pride set in. Uh, Another way that we hinder our um, potential in life is through fear. And um, fear is uh, the thing that I I sometimes hear and uh, I believe uh, in the movie, Dr. Strange, I believe is the first one uh, when Dr. Strange uh, is standing there with um, uh, his uh, teacher or his instructor and uh, the instructor talked about uh, his fear of failure. And it's something that I have actually talked about myself in the past that I think I have been driven more by my fear of failure than um anything else, but there was something in that movie that the lady said that was so profound, and she said, Yes, you believe, and it's true that your fear of failure is what has made you a good surgeon, but it is that same fear of failure that has hindered you from reaching your ultimate or utmost potential. And so I think that is very profound because fear of failure is, uh, yes, a, a healthy amount of fear, I always say, is a good thing, especially in school when you have to prepare for exams and things like that. You need some level of fear to get you energized, to amp you up, to be able to stay up late with the books and get ready. So yes, some healthy amount of fear is good, but Fear in itself, when it is not curtailed, becomes the thing that prevents us from even uh, trying to even attempt anything at all. Fear can be so debilitating that you can literally walk in the opposite direction of your destiny because of fear. Um, And fear comes in many forms. Uh, I already talked about fear of failure. A, um, fear of criticism also is one of them. Fear of people and their opinions is also one of them. And so um, fear also becomes one thing that uh, hinders our potential. And uh, the third thing that I would say so that we don't go too far off, the third thing that I would say um, hinders our potential is our lack of innovation. Uh, And when I say that is um, when times and things change, we ought to be able to adjust ourselves. We ought to be able to manage ourselves in a way that will be able to uh, sustain us during that time. And so let me uh, kind of give a few examples to explain this. Um, Let's say you go through a period where you lose a loved one um, in the course of your career or in the course of your education. And this loved one may have been the, the one person who was supporting you financially, emotionally, um, being there for you, really. For you to be able to meet or uh, uh, get to the, your potential, for you to be able to fulfill that, you need to be able to take that moment of sorrow, that moment of sadness, And then grieve, but not have the grief become pathologic in a sense. Not have the grief become what determines your life. But rather, you start focusing more on, okay, this is the person who was supporting me, who was my motivator, who was um, helping me get there because this person believed in me. And so I'm going to use the pain and the grief that I'm having right now to be a motivation for me to even now do it more for that person. So um, I I believe that our inability to adjust to changing circumstances in our life um, sometimes becomes a hindrance to our potential. The final example to this is uh, the fact that uh, most people or most of us don't know how to handle success in our journey of life. Some people, uh, once little success comes, it becomes a derailment from their purpose, and so they 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 gear from what they they need to do. And so um, these are some of the things that um, uh, kind of hinder our progress. And these things come from us not from somebody else.
1: So powerful, Dr. Joe. Thank you so much. And uh, pride, fear, lack of innovation. And can you, I, I want you to break down the word pride because, um, mm-hmm. you know, we know of fear. We can feel it. It's so tangible. It's so, you know, visible to us. I'm afraid or when you are in mm-hmm. fear. And I do know that Um, one thing that I've learned also is that you know, courage, when you want to master courage, you have to face your fears and you have to face it with a concept of come what may, you know, there is a risk you have to take. That's the only way you can overcome it. We know of fear. We know of um, lack of innovation, uh, a little bit of it, most of it. But pride is very, um, it's, I, I would say kind of like uh, invisible. Many people live in pride, you know but are not really aware of it because it can't, sometimes, it sh, sometimes it gets shadowed by confidence or overly confident. So can you help us to really detangle that aspect of- um... <laughs> I, I will try. <laughs> so um,
0: yeah, like you said, pride is a very uh, difficult concept. Um, in application, but not in definition, really. Um, because the truth of the matter is, even though we may all say that um we don't know um uh, or we don't think we are pride or are uh, proud or anything like that, um, the, the the basic concept of pride really is thinking of yourself more highly than you are. Mm-hmm. That's really the basic uh, concept of pride. And um, uh, uh, just uh, for uh, formality's sake, I will define it or I will get to the definition of it, which says it's a feeling of deep pleasure or satisfaction that one derives from their own achievements. Um, And uh, when you read that definition, it's a little bit too cumbersome. But the, the core of it is literally what I just said. Thinking of yourself more but highly Dr. than you Joe, are. Sorry, I don't mean to um, cut you
1: off. But what is wrong with that, though? What is wrong with?
0: <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. So the um the the problem is um not the definition of it, and so it's not thinking that I am a great person, thinking that I'm special. That's not what pride is. That's why I said it's a very difficult concept in application, but not in definition, Um, because um, when you think that you are a great person, that motivates you to be able to work and do what you need to do to become great. In pride, though, is you think you are a great person and everybody else is inferior Mm. to you. That is what makes pride (laughs) an issue um that <laughs> that uh so uh, pride a uh, uh, pride is something that sometimes is unconscious because we live in that state of mind for a long time but the thought or the concept of it in definition is not a problem everybody needs to motivate themselves everybody needs to hope to be better everybody needs to get to a better place um it becomes a problem when we apply it in life And then we start seeing everybody as unqualified to stand at the same platform as we are or unqualified to engage in the same conversation Mm -hmm. with with us because I make uh, this amount of money or I drive this kind of car. Uh, And pride comes in various forms. Uh, Depending on your society or your environment, um, someone becomes pride because they have a Mercedes. And then I know a lot of friends who drives Lamborghinis. And so what are you talking about here? And so, um, yeah, so that's kind of really what pride is, uh, that the application of the concept in our life to demean other people or to look down on other people, to see other people as inferior to us. That's what makes it a problem. And that's what derails us. Because remember, I said that everything that you need to accomplish or to grow or to develop into a success or a greater person is within you but the truth is it will take other yes. people to bring that out of you and so when you have pride or when you look down on other people then you are losing out on the valuable lessons that you need to learn in life to be able to bring yes. those things out and that's why pride becomes um, a big thing when we talk about how we um derail our progress or how we become a hindrance mm-hmm. and that's progress. a
1: very key um point the pride aspect of hindering our potential because um when you hinder when you when you when you become prideful or it's like what you're saying you devalue others so when you have devalued mm-hmm. someone or people around you there to you there's nothing they can add to your table you know there's mm-hmm. Yeah. There's nothing really they can add to where you are going or who you are. So it's like, it hinders, like what Dr. Joe said, it hinders a lot of your potential. That's one of the things that makes you your own enemy. You know let me emphasize on that <laughs> mm-hmm. you, you make yourself your own enemy when you you live in pride when you de when you walk around devaluing people, disrespecting people you know some people that you're devaluing truth be told they are ahead of you and that's the that, that's the funny <laughs> part you know the people that are living in pride when you get really to know them when you get to their core, you realize there's not even much there for them to be prideful, you like know? Family. So then the question is, Good what are family. they standing on? Like what Dr. Joe said, their environment or how they were brought up, they, they're driving Mercedes. So they're standing upon that as success or something. And then there's someone else driving like Porsche or like you said. <laughs> so it's, 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 we have to really <laughs> step outside of that because that really hinders us. It really hinders us. And um, in the beginning, you said something about what we heard in uh, high school. From our principal, it's not what you call mm-hmm. me; it's what I answer to. And I want to use that to uh, bring us to the question: Who determines your potential? Because I think it's wrapped up in that. Who de- who determines your potential?
0: Yeah. yeah so um, you are right uh, in 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 some way that is wrapped up in that. Um, because, um, yes, uh, uh, the the phrase is uh, when you take it at face value, it's not what people say about you. It's not what people um, are wanting to make of your life. It's what you are wanting to make of yourself. And sometimes in our uh, quest to progress in life, uh, we encounter a lot of naysayers. Um, people will call us names. People will say a lot of negative words. Uh, I remember uh, when I started medical school, uh, one person that I did respect quite a lot um, said to my mom, and I was actually present, so I can say said to my face, that you don't have what it takes to be a medical doctor. Well, (laughs) touche, that didn't grow too well because um, look at where God has brought me. Um, So um, you encounter a lot of people who will, say a lot of things about you. And the key is, um, the key to that phrase is, yes, you hear all those things, but you don't let it impact your life. If it's going to have any impact, use it as motivation rather than something that derails you. Um, So um, who determines your potential really is twofold. It's the person who says your destination and then you yourself, and I want to explain that because as far as it comes to you, we have talked about that um, a a little bit uh, during this show that your decision-making, your fear, your pride, your lack of um, adjusting or proper response, those you can use to derail your potential. And so in that sense, we can say that you determine your potential but remember the definition of potential is also um, very key here because your potential is the inherent abilities that you have within you or the capabilities and so if you really think about it you don't determine your own capabilities within you they are deposited in you and so i would say your maker really is the one who determines your potential because. He is the one who gives you the abilities that you have, the capabilities that you have. And so I like this phrase that I once encountered uh, that said that if I needed to be an inch taller to accomplish my purpose in life, I would have been an inch taller. Mm -hmm. And I think that is so uh, true because that basically tells me that I'm not the one who determines my potential in life but I am the one who works out my potential and that's uh, a little different. And so I want that to be clear to uh, my listeners that yes, the abilities that you need are already deposited in you. And so they are in you. So God placed them in you, the intellect that you need, the grace that you need, you have that. Um, But the ability to, implement them or to bring them to pass or to make that a realization that is dependent on you and again it's not dependent on other people but I also want to emphasize it's very key to have people around because they will work out the things that need to come out of us I really want you to understand that I'm not trying to say you need to exist in a vacuum because God did not create anyone to live in an island but what people are supposed to do in your life is to bring out the abilities or the capabilities that you have within you. They are not to determine the capabilities that you have, and that's where sometimes that's we deep, make mistakes. That's um, very
1: Doctor Joe. So they 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 help us work out our potential, basically. Yes, we have to Correct. know what this person is uh, doing to complement where I'm going. You know. So you have to know where you are going. You have to set your mind to your your um where you are going on your journey. Things will happen, you know. Certain people's attitudes, certain people's um, absolutely the the drama they will bring to your life, you know, the drama and the trauma, you know, <laughs> that they will bring to your life. All that brings out a different version of you that keeps pushing you into your full potential. So don't shut people out. But know them to be a complementary to where you are going, okay? Not and not.
0: Oh, I think the 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 right word actually um, is know them to assets, actually be yes. an a- asset. Um, yeah, rather than complementary, because complementary means they are walking on the journey with you, if I understand it correctly. But if you see them as an asset, then they yeah. are there to play a role. So you cannot dismiss them. But they at the same determine. time, they don't determine yes, they don't where determine, you're going. Yes, so
1: they, they could be an asset to you, but they don't determine. If they say stop here or if they feel like this is the end for you, you have to keep going because you know you have to keep going. It's not determined by what they are saying. And um, I want us to discuss this when it comes to hindering our um potential. I remember one time I I do this weekly quote on my Instagram page and I was asking the Lord, you know, what quote to write. And then he, you know, he's, he gave me a message and I want us to discuss that into the potential, the hindering of potential. And he said, our need to consistently need encouragement. It's not because we're weak, you know, but it's because Mm. we have not Mm. um, discovered our potential. Okay. Hmm. And That's and in right now state. it's like oh people need it's like if they don't get an encouragement today they will not go on. <laughs> it has become that bad or not bad uh, as to say but it has to be, encouragement has become that urgent. And so when this message came I felt to myself that many people don't know their potential if i so i was i was thinking to myself why don't i crave for this you know and so that is where the the shift came in is because you have discovered your potential or the extent of how far you can go knowing who you are walking with you know like ergo the god you are walking with but so you know he will get you there but many people have not discovered that potential so we are in need of encouragement we are and when people don't get that it hinders their potential you know how can we shift our mind from that i have a god so i can attest to that that that, that's one of the things that it doesn't make me crave so much on what people are consistently telling me because i know where he's taking me and he encourages me to be told you know, the encouragement that I'm not getting from outside, mm-hmm. I get it from him spiritually. So somehow we, we all are in need of it, but it has become some, sometimes it becomes too much. It, it breaks people when they don't get that. They stop on the journey when they don't, they just need to hear somebody encouraging them. You know, I, I you know, so.
0: Yeah, so <laughs> that's a, a very um, powerful statement. Um, and I will start by saying, encouragement is not bad, um, and so I don't want uh, listeners to think that I am I, I, or we are talking against encouragement. And uh, you said something that was very profound um, uh, uh, there. You said that the encouragement you don't crave encouragement from people because we God encourages you, and that is the key. Need so encouragement, at the end of the yes. day, you're still getting the encouragement that you yes. So encouragement is actually not a bad thing. It's the Mm -hmm. constant need for approval that becomes a problem. That um, we want to be encouraged because people approve of us. And I think that is where the problem comes in. That if you don't realize your potential, then you will be seeking for people's approval of what you are doing. And I think that's um, that's the meaning I'm getting to the statement that you made there. That to be encouraged is good. But most of the time in our society, encouragement comes out of approval. And so if someone doesn't approve of what you are doing, they don't encourage you. And so really, when someone today tells me they need encouragement, really, at the back of my mind, I'm thinking they (laughs) are seeking my approval. And so that is kind of how I approach it. And that's the truth of it. I, I do a chat with a lot of friends, colleagues here and there. And so when one comes to me and say, I need some encouragement today, Joe. Um, the first question I ask is, what are you doing that you need the encouragement for? Because to me, they are seeking approval as to w- w- one way or the other. So encouragement is not bad. But where you get your encouragement from can Be a problem, and it can be uh, something that results in you not being able to meet your potential. And the reason why I say that is because if you get in your encouragement from someone whose knowledge of what you are doing is limited, they can only encourage you based on the amount of knowledge that they have. And uh, this is—I know this is going to be a a deeper thing, and it's going to take us (laughs) way beyond time. But I'm going to try. Um, What I'm trying to say is that, so let's say you are in nursing school and you are seeking encouragement from someone whose highest level of education, let's say, is elementary school. uh, They can only encourage you to the point of, oh, going to school is good. Uh, uh, Having a degree is great. But they don't know what really goes in into being a nursing student. And so the encouragement that they offer you is here. So you keep getting the encouragement, nursing or being in school is good, but that's not what you need. What you need really, yes, what you need really is someone to say, the road is going to be tough because I've been on that path before, but believe me, this is where the end is and the end is better. And so you made some uh, a statement about, you know, who is walking with you and you know that you can do or you will do great things because of the person who is with you Um, in this case, i.e. God. And so that is what kind of shifts the dynamic because he knows how great he you can become. And so when he is encouraging you, he is basically bringing out of you the abilities that you already have in you so he's stirring that up so that you are able to maximize it when you are depending on people's approval to be able to meet your potential well people will only approve what they like not what you have in you Mm -hmm. and so when The moment you start, let's say, um, with your show, for instance, or even with this podcast, the very moment we deviate from the goal of healing and start seeking for approval from people, the danger we will put ourselves in is that if we get to a place where we say something that those people don't approve, they will redraw their uh, encouragement. (laughs) And so that's why it's a dangerous thing to always seek encouragement from people because people only really approve of things that they like. And so encouragement is good, but where you seek it and how you seek it is very important. Um, If you are a spiritual person, and I really pray and desire that all of us are, and for those of my listeners who are not, I think it's one of the best decisions you will ever make in your life. And we will talk more about that uh, with time, as we have done in time um, in episodes past. But having God, the Creator, or the be- the one who begins life with you and knows your end from your beginning, be your encourager, is literally mm-hmm. kind of cheating life in a way because you have a secret code. He knows where you ought to be. And so his encouragement is basically guiding you to where you ought to be in life. Uh, For the one who doesn't have um, a relationship with God or doesn't have such a belief system, then I would say seek for people who have walked where you want to get to, the people who have accomplished what you want to accomplish, and let them Be the people that you seek encouragement from because they know the challenges, uh, the possible challenges that you will face. They know some of the obstacles that you may possibly encounter Um, rather than seeking approval from um, any and every people. I mean, in our day and age, I don't Mm -hmm. want to go into social media so much on this show. But I I mean, uh, people wake up and this is something that uh, 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 someone told me. She says that it got to a point that the first thing I do as soon as I wake up is to go to Facebook (laughs) and see how many people had liked a picture I posted just before I went to bed. And she said, Joe, I'm actually being serious because my reaction was exactly like your reaction right now. I laughed. Because to me, it's like, uh, when I wake up, first of all, I'm pissed off at my alarm. (laughs) So, but um, she she said, uh, um, I had to find a way to delete, uh, I think she said delete Facebook or to uh, go on a social media hunger or something. She used some uh, peculiar word that I don't remember really. Um, But that is um, the encouragement that we are talking about. It's basically seeking approval. Oh, uh, people have to go and like, but people will only like things that they are interested in, and people's interest, I will tell you, my uh, listener, that is very short. Um, people's desires and likes are very, very short. They will like a picture today <laughs> on your page that they don't even remember what it looked like yet uh, uh, tomorrow, and that's just the truth of it. So, living your life. Um, with that will certainly yeah. hinder you from... Reaching Thank you.
1: That was very um, profound. And it's like, um, you know, you know your vision. I think we have um, a podcast uh, prior to this about running your race. And, you know, you know where you are going. You know your vision. And seeking encouragement from someone that has no idea about the vision that you are in sometimes you know you you run the risk of that person encouraging you you'll get the encouragement but it will not be sufficient enough or it will not help you to keep on going on to the level that you need to go or something like that so yeah so um we have a last question we'll be wrapping up um what happens when you don't reach that potential
0: wow <laughs> that's a that's a big one This <laughs> that's a big one um again let's go back to uh, the definition of potential it's your inherent abilities or your capability to be able to develop into something greater or to develop into a future success and so in in its definition uh, which is the word potential there is growth and there is a future, and there is success. And so when you don't reach your potential, these are the three things that we are talking about. You are depriving yourself, depriving your loved ones, depriving your, the society, and depriving this generation of your growth. Someone needs to be able to look at your life today and know that they can do something or they can accomplish something. And so if you don't fulfill that potential, we we are putting somebody at risk of not being able to also fulfill their potential Mm -hmm. because they don't believe they can do it. And that's just the the frank nature of it, that you have hindered someone in a way because they also Mm -hmm. look at you and think they cannot do it. Um, The other um, issue is that when you don't reach your potential, then you are depriving yourself of the impact that you could have actually made. And the impact that we make is what brings fulfillment in life. That is the success that I talked about in the beginning. Success is not about how much money we have in the bank or how many cars we have in our driveway, or how big the size of our house is. Success is the fulfillment we we have or we gain from making a positive impact on others. And so when you don't reach your potential, you deprive yourself, first of all, of that fulfillment, uh, that joy that you would get, that peace, um, uh, for the one who uh, has the potential to become a prolific preacher, for instance, if you don't become that, no matter what you do, the joys that you gain in life really doesn't match up to that level of seeing people saved and seeing people turn their lives around and turn their families around. Um, the other um things that happens when we don't meet or when we don't fulfill our potential is Literally, Mm -hmm. that disappointment Mm -hmm. that we bring. And I know we know what that means. Uh, We are are far beyond time, so I don't want to spend too much time on it. But um, not fulfilling your potential brings disappointment to you. And most importantly, it deprives the world Mm -hmm. of knowing how great our God is because each and every one of us in our own ways have been created to bring him glory. And so when you don't fulfill your potential, you are depriving your maker of that glory that he can get through and with your life. And that's what brings you the feeling of disappointment and the loved ones around you, the feeling of disappointment because really uh, I'm pretty sure uh, you have heard the saying before, my dear listener, that, (laughs) oh, that guy had so much potential. Oh, that lady has so much potential. When people say that, they're not saying that out of joy. They're Mm -hmm. saying it out of a place of disappointment. And the reason why they feel in that way is that they couldn't see the glory of God through your life. And so God did not get that glory they may not have known the exact thing that you would have accomplished. And most of us don't know the exact things that we will accomplish. We just know that we will make a positive mm-hmm. impact or we will do something good or great. Um, so that might be all that they know that you have the potential to do something good or great. But when you don't meet that potential, that disappointment that comes is just as a result of uh, them not seeing um, Fruit from what they thought they would have seen in your life, and so for the sake of time, I will limit it to these three or four things. Um, as some of
1: the things that really happen, uh, and when um, whilst you were, you were talking, um, Dr. Joe, I was thinking to myself, is there an end to a, a potential, even you know? Because I was thinking to myself, how can I know I have reached my potential? And then the uh, backtrack question was, is there an end? potential is there an end to how far a person can go
0: yeah so um (laughs) i guess we will wrap up with this um so the truth is um a potential has um an end in the sense that once you achieve or once you attain you fulfilled the destiny, the destination really, then we can say that your growth is complete. But you and I both know that no nobody's growth in this life can ever be complete because when you think of yourself that you have gotten to a level 100, uh, for all you know somebody is at a level 200 and um, the, uh, pa- the, the fact is that the God who destines us in life has inf- is infinite in power and in ability. And so there is really no way of telling that we have fulfilled everything. But you would know that you are dying empty. I, I believe one doctor, uh, the late Dr. Miles Monroe once said that when you die, die empty. When you get to the point of death, die empty. And that is the fulfillment you get that you have fulfilled your potential. I, You and I both know that if Dr. Miles Monroe was still with us in the world today, he will be doing more great things. And so in a way, his potential really, um, he did what he needed to do, with, and nobody can argue that fact. But if he was still with us, he will still be doing great things. And so it's his potential, Possibly, did he attain his potential? No, we can say he, he really did grow and we saw the fulfillment of his potential, but he could have had uh, a few more miles to go. Okay. and that is so we are wrapping up say.
1: like Dr. Joe said, um, today's uh, topic is um, not hindering, do not hinder your potential. Um, what are our last remarks, Dr. Joe, that you want to bring to the table so we let our listeners go for the day?
0: <laughs> yeah, so um, just uh, to summarize in a few words that don't hinder your potential because there are a lot of things in your own life that you can do that will hinder your potential. Outsiders cannot hinder your potential. Outsiders can help bring out what is in your life. And so it's important to have them within the life. But the truth of the matter is they don't determine your potential. Your potential is in you. And so you can hinder it yeah. with pride, um, with um, not with fear, uh, by not handling situations appropriately, and so many other ways not. Uh, Uh, Many life situations will will come, and most of them I would like to submit to you, my dear listeners, that they come to really bring out uh, the best or the abilities that you have in you. It may look challenging, it may look very daunting, and I'm not in any way, shape, or form trying to undermine what you are going through. Trust me, I also have my own battles that I'm going through even as we speak. But if you approach the challenges you meet in life with the notion that they all come to try to enhance what you ought to be or where you are in life, you will be in a far better place um, today than you were yesterday. So God bless you so much for being with us today. Again, this is hour of healing. Uh, We are hoping that within this 30 minutes to one hour, the Lord will touch and heal you in some way shape or form god bless you and thank you so much for joining us we will see you same time next week bye bye.